This is Jermaine Albert with the Salt Talk, and I am here today with a very special guest, my one and only road dog, <laughs> baby boy, <laughs> Jeremiah Alberti. <laughs> we uh, were having a conversation about a really important topic that, you know, I talk about all around this country. And that topic is mental health. And we're always like laughing with each other because we talk often, which is surprising sometimes between father and sons, because, you know, the media tell you, you know, all black men have abandoned their children and out there doing things in the world that are negative, where, uh, when we look at our relationship, we have deep conversations and we're always talking about that's a soft talk. And so we were just having a conversation and I'm like, you know what? We need to record this because this most definitely is a soft talk and it's around the subject matter of mental illness. And, you know, we were talking about the perception of mental illness in society as being that of a weakness. And I think it's something that we have to most definitely debunk that myth. Because one, we have to be clear that mental illness is not something that's uncommon. Matter of fact, one in five Americans in any given year can have a mental illness. And that anxiety disorders are about 19.0% majority of persons who have mental illness and anxiety disorders, depression is right there along with substance use disorders. And so to think that somehow mental illness is some kind of thing that only a few folks have or only weak folks have is a myth and it has to be busted. And that's why so many of our young people, young adults suffer in silence because they don't want to be looked upon as somehow as being weak or somehow not having it all together. Mental illness is real. And this is real talk and this is salty talk. And so we're going to have a conversation and I invite you to join us uh, on this journey. So Jeremiah, share with the audience about, you know, this concept of mental illness being weakness when we know reality that it's not. I mean, honestly, taking just one step and just saying like what you always told me was like health is, um, health whether it's physical mental you know what i mean it all is a part of the body you know what i mean you got to take care of your your mental health to be be able to have a spiritual health, a good spiritual health you got to have a good mental health to take care of your good physical health you know what i mean all of that stuff plays into a part so saying that somebody that has a mental illness is weak is just like saying somebody that has cancer is weak and the, the crazy thing about that is when you think about this in, in reverse and you say oh, she has cancer. Well, that makes her strong because she's fought through this and she's made it through, you know what I mean? The, the trials and tribulations that she's went through, but somebody who has depression and anxiety or somebody who has schizophrenia who can't even go to the doctor because they're so scared of people trying to basically kill them because they understand that they have certain, certain things going on with them that they can't just express to everybody. And when you take that and you say, well, that makes them stronger. That makes them weak. You, you really don't, don't even understand that you're basically putting them in a bubble that says, oh, I can't talk about this. I can't, I can't deal with this out in public. I can't deal with this 
with other people knowing because they will shame me. They will, they will treat me a certain way because they want to make sure that they don't, they have to basically walk on eggshells around me because they don't want to mess me up or make me worse than I already am. But in reality is trauma is a, is a thing and trauma is a big factor in mental health. Just like you not taking care of your, your physical is a big factor in getting diseases such as, or illnesses. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just that simple. And trauma is a part of our daily lives. So you getting food, you can, you can have a traumatic experience getting food. <laughs> like every day is not promised. Every day is not given. And when you don't take that perspective for everything and you only give it to only certain things like cancer or freaking like going out to not be with or be with your kids and stuff like that, like you got to take everything the way that you take life like if you're taking things in life for granted, then you're going to take the fact that mental health is actually a problem and something that we can fix and something that we can talk about and something that we can deal with, you know, all together rather than alone, then you're not going to be able to be successful in, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? You're holding yourself back in reality. You know, this is why I created the Salt Talk, because the Salt Talk is a podcast dedicated to having conversations of healing and recovery Surrounding topics just like this, mental health challenges, addictions, spirituality. And, you know, what's amazing about this is you brought up the, the whole thing about cancer. And it's amazing that people who have cancer and survive cancer are called survivors. Yeah. And sure. it's amazing, though, people who have mental illness and that every day get up and and try to live life are not looked upon as survivors. They're called burdens. And they're, they're, yeah, dwelling. Yeah, I hate yeah. It. I hate and, it. You know, it's just so rude. Like it's like saying, like you have no reason to feel the way that you feel. And for somebody to even think that that's a justifiable reason to tell somebody that they have to change how that they're that they're feeling. You know what I mean? That's just and that's it's not it's not even um. Mm, what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, mm. But see, I think that honestly, that what people need to look at is people who have mental health challenges and addiction challenges. Not only are they survivors, but they're thrivers. Yeah. You know, these are people who every day get up many times with desire to just kick butt. Yeah. Because getting out of bed alone takes a lot. Yeah, takes a lot of energy. Everything out of you, you know. You know, and so to go from this concept of I'm not lazy, I'm not weak, right, right. Um, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, is that this recovery journey is like a roller coaster. Right. There's days where we're up. There's days when we're down. And the reality is, is that if people don't see mental illness as health. We will never stop the stigma in our society. We'll be right back. We're going to take a break right here. We'll be right back. And uh, you're going to hear uh, a commercial from a little piece of peace. You want to get their products. Hi, my name is Diane Alberton. I am the owner of a little piece of peace. I created two signature products, a body and massage oil and a bath bomb. I designed them to bring comfort, balance, and drive. Please visit our website at alittlepieceofpeace.vegas to learn more about us and our products. 
We hope you will get your little piece of peace soon. Thank you. Welcome back to the Salt Talk. We left off talking about individuals with cancer being looked upon as being survivors. And we talked about that thing and said people with mental health challenges are not only survivors, but they're thriving. They're thriving every day to live that life of recovery. And while there are cures um, for, for cancer uh, through chemotherapy and through other treatment approaches, uh, right now, research shows that there is no particular cure for mental illness, but it's treatable. And that's the good news is that it is treatable. We have a variety of approaches, be it medication, be it therapy, support groups. It is treatable. But the reality is this, is that if I get a code and then I get another code, nobody shames me for getting another code. But if I have an episode of of depression Mm -hmm. and then I have another one, people are like, for real? Yeah. You were just okay yesterday. Right. Now you're depressed today. You were just you were just okay last week. Now you anxious yeah. today. Yeah. As if somehow, like I can't get sick again. Right. And as that's if I'm, as I'm as if I'm picking and choosing what I want want to go down this path. Honestly, and reality is like thriving is, is a is an understatement because to be able to get up and still go about your day with all the cho- like challenges you're facing is yes, you're thriving, but you're doing it at a, at a, at a, at a at an extent that is really taking so much from you that is, is draining. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being on your best, you know what I mean? In your best behavior and feeling your best and then going from your best to your lowest is a roller coaster. And that's where recovery is. But in reality is recovery is every day. Yeah. Like, so you're thriving, yes, but you're thriving to be better in your recovery, not thriving to just see the day. You're thriving to get to the next week because you know that it's been a rough week and you've been going through all this stuff. You're thriving because you have to, you know what I mean? There is no, there is no limbo. You can't be in limbo because when you are in limbo, you're exp- like you bring more of the expressions of your mental illnesses out because you are stuck. You don't want to be stuck. You know what I mean? And just getting up to live the day, surviving and thriving. Literally, that's that's literally the only thing you can do, you know? So the word thrive uh, is defined as if someone or something thrives, they do well and are successful, healthy or strong. Mm. And what we know is that mental illness impacts your well-being. Yeah. It impacts your health. It impacts your strength. And so to move from surviving to thriving is a process. And it's one of those things where I think, you know, I wear a bracelet that has the saying, it's okay not to be okay, have hope. And I think we have to make sure people understand that you don't have to wake up every day uh, singing and skipping and dancing. That's not reality for everybody. That you're right. going to wake up every day happy in Jesus and yeah. I'm satisfied. Uh, and, and for those who do, amen to you. Yeah, right. But <laughs> but there are some, some days where, you know, I wake up and I, I'm excited about the work I do. I really am. But there are some days I wake up and I know that the world around me is so hard pressed on 
every side. Mm-hmm. And as you and I talk, I'm an empath. You know, I pick up, I feel everything. I feel everybody. Right. And then sometimes it's like, leave me alone because I don't want to pick this up or pick that up. Right. However, one thing I do know is, is that we have to change this image out there about, as we began, about mental illness being weakness. But the fact of the matter is that mental illness is common. Mental, and, and even that's the thing about it. Like people even have an issue with the word illness. Yeah. Like they feel like illness is stigmatic and we don't want to call it. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. It's just like, it's like saying that you can't call a cold a cold because a cold is simply yeah. a cold. Yeah. We've been taught that our whole lives. It's the same way. If you were taught that mental health wasn't a problem, then you accept it and you know how to talk to people that do struggle with it. You do have certain things about you that certain people won't ever, you know, have that trait because you've been taught and, you know, groomed to learn that way or teach that way to be able to be somebody's co-part and talk to them and, and sponsor them, honestly, mentor them to help them through mental health. You have to be able to thrive and survive every day because sometimes you're not going to want to be there for that person, but you know, in reality that you have to be there because you are that person's go-to. You are that person's outreach. You are that person's bent. You know what I mean? So being that for somebody, being taught that even yeah. is, is a step forward that we need to get into. You know what I mean? That's why all the work that you've been doing, you know what I mean, has made me want to go into schools and talk to people about mental health. You know what I mean? Because I'm only six years out of high school and it wasn't, tra- you know what I mean? It was traumatic. It was a lot of stuff that would happen. You know what yeah. I mean? But in reality, I look back now and I'm like, the stuff that I went through, yes, it was terrible in that time frame. It, it definitely shook me. It rocked me. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't be who I am unless any of that stuff happened to me. So it, I take that with the grain of salt and I move and I push forward because like I, like you said, it's thriving. You have to want to be, you know what I mean, in a better position to be able to thrive and survive and push and pass through everything. Well, and you, you know, just a nice segue into your article that uh, has been released in May. Um, I will call our youth are in crisis, but it's not too late to help them. And the CDC did a did a study. And since the pandemic began, more than two out of five students, that's 44 percent, reported persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness that caused them to stop doing usual activities. And about one in five seriously considered suicide and nearly one in 10 attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Now, alongside that jarring news, the survey also reported that students who felt they could turn to someone at school were significantly less likely to report poor mental health during the pandemic. And what we know is research shows that having a caring adult outside the family who serves as a mentor or a role model can serve as an important protective factor for young people. And so, you know, this is a SALT talk. And SALT stands for serve, serve, affirm, love, and transform. Let me say that again. SALT stands for serve, affirm, love, and transform. And so uh, as we come to the uh, end of our episode, let's get a little salty. Let's get a little salty. Let's get a little salty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, what we know about salt is it changes the atmosphere. We know that a little pinch of salt can just add that flavor and that season to a recipe. And so 
what I want you to talk to this listening audience about using that SALT model, how can folks serve young adults? Honestly, <sighs> listening openly, like you said, you know what I mean? Honestly, using that HELP acronym and model that you created, um, healing, you know, um, that's the first part, honestly, is just accepting that you need to under like you know, you need to understand that there's a part of you that needs healing. There's a part of you that needs to, you know, be accepted, and you need to take advantage of that. The people around you that are there and that do want to listen and help you transform the things that are making you feel this way. Um, I feel that it's very important that you accept that, but I also feel that it's important that. Um, being able to take what you're you're being told, you know, so being able to actively listen from an opposing side, but from the talking side, you need to be able to comprehend what they're saying and be able to understand that it's not criticism or it's not mm, the best way I can say is they're critiquing you to help you, not critiquing you to break you. Oh, ho, 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 ho. That, that was one of the salty, alberty moments. <laughs> salty, alberty moments. They are critiquing you to help you not to hurt you. Did y'all hear that, people? That was from the young one. That was from the young alberties. <laughs> they are critiquing you not to hurt you, but to help you. And that help model that you mentioned stands for here, engage, learn, here. and plan. Here. But you here. brought out that whole ideal of healing. You know, yes. that healing is so important and it begins with hearing yeah. our young adults. We have to yeah. hear them. And so, you know, we have to not only hear them, but affirm them, affirm yeah. what they're saying to us and love them. And y'all get ready for the gears coming out. The gears coming out because what we know about love when we're getting salty, it's about offering that compassion and that kindness toward each other. I promise you, when you are compassionate and kind toward or toward other people, you will transform their life. Listen, y'all, this has been some good stuff. And I want you to join us because Jeremiah is going to be a regular guest on the Salt Talk. He's going to be my co-host, my co-pilot on this journey. And I'm so excited uh, that you have joined us for this episode of the Salt Talk with Jermaine Alberti. Just know we have not scratched the surface. We haven't scratched the surface. Listen. There's more to be talked about. There's so much more. And the thing is, you guys are going to be just as excited as we are because of the healing and transformation that is happening within the community that is listening to this. So peace and blessings be to you. Until next time, this is Jermaine Alberti with the Salt Talk. And Jeremiah Alberti will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah.